0: Jared Williams. Hey, what's up, Joel? <laughs> Nothing, dude. How's it going? I'd let you have that one.
1: You, know, so you know,
0: I uh, I use this old trick that we alphas like to use of making you think that you let me have it, but really <laughs> you were going to give it to me regardless.
1: Yeah, I let I let you have it though. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I'm the alpha.
1: Um, okay. So this episode, let's get right into it. I have this conundrum. It's the age old conundrum of a growing plumbing business what comes first the marketing or the money you spend on marketing it's like it's like the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken what came first right it's the same conundrum and so here's the conundrum and i have this with a lot of my clients because they're Mm -hmm. just starting out they don't have a ton of money Mm -hmm. and they're trying to grow a plumbing business and they don't have any work And so they need to get work. And what's the best thing to do when you need work?
0: Go get some work.
1: Go get some work. Go do some marketing. Like marketing is what makes the work come in. And so Mm -hmm. with plumbing businesses, Mm -hmm. it's really, you know, kind of specific because you have to wait for the customer to call you most of the time. Mm -hmm. So they have to have a problem Then they're going to go to Google Mm -hmm. and search for you unless they already know about you, which Mm -hmm. takes marketing. Um, but Mm -hmm. even for them to find you on Google takes a little bit of marketing, right?
0: Right. Right.
1: You almost have to do some marketing in order to get to work in order to have the money to be able to spend on marketing. Right. Right. So, yeah. Huh? Yeah. So it's a conundrum and my Hmm. and a lot of my guys get stuck there and they're like, they don't have the money to spend on marketing. So how do we get Mm. past that?
0: It kind of seems to me like it's a trust issue. Like they don't trust that. Yeah, because it's like they're not trusting that the money that they have in their hands, Mm -hmm. which might might not be very much, or the money that they're Mm going to put on a credit card isn't going to come back to them quick enough. In my experience, I think they believe that it will. Yeah, yeah, or at all. In my limited experience talking with these guys, I think I can see them go, I know it will come back, but I need it to come back like pretty quick because Mm -hmm. if it doesn't come back quick, then I don't have any money. And I might even be in negative money. So there's this trust factor. And so maybe it's like helping plumbing business owners learn what to trust, maybe what not to trust even, because there's definitely maybe marketing out there that won't actually give you anything. So I think there's this trust issue because you, on the other hand, have a very high level of trust with your marketing where you go, oh yeah, I'll pay for that. No problem, because I know it's going to give me a return. Yeah, or at least I'll try it out. Yeah, you'll try it out. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're a little bit bigger, you can risk, right? You have a little bit more you money. You have a little bit more things. You can risk a little bit. But when you're starting out, that threshold for risk is super, super tiny. Yes. Yes, you can. So there's a little bit of a
1: limited... Like you have this belief you got to change, right? Of, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to invest in marketing and it's going to come back to me. Yeah. And I'm and I'm not going to die.
0: Yeah. i <laughs> are <laughs> <Maybe laughs> not like, going to die. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's one sure. belief
1: they need to get over. I also see a couple other beliefs like in that as well. It's like, you have to come up with the belief that, um, oh gosh, I was just thinking about this. Mm. Dang it. I forgot. I'm going to think of it again. Let's move on to something else. Okay. Okay. So belief one marketing, you're going to spend on it. You're going to get it back. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. the other belief. You, 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 some of my guys have money in the bank, right? Or they have a credit yeah, card they can oh. put it on. But they, they have this idea <sighs> that when money comes in and, and it, it comes in the bank, then they don't want to spend it, right? Because mm-hmm. they're so used to working a job where they have a limited supply of money. Sure, yeah. To yeah, yeah, to yeah. How much time they're going to spend at work. And they can only spend so much time at work, so the money coming yeah. in is limited. And they really right. have to start to understand that mm. when you get money in the bank, you can then take that money and go spend mm-hmm. it to create mm-hmm. more money and spend it on marketing to create more work, which then creates more money for you. Right. Yeah. Huh. Cause <laughs> that's the only way you're going to be able to like hire guys and then go make even more money. Yes. So it's this weird belief yeah. of like trying to hoard money rather than use it as a tool and a resource to Hmm. be able to make more. Um, And then there's this third thing I see in there as well that I just thought about is this. They don't understand really the idea of cash flow at that point
0: because they've never had
1: had cash flow. They've They've never had this steady stream of money in, money
0: out money in money out right yeah sure it's always just been a cash stack where they've just always stacked cash yeah they've never seen it come in and come out and like every time it comes and comes out it gets a little bigger your stack gets a little bigger but you're still cycling it in and out sometimes it goes really small because you you spend a whole bunch on something that's valuable and then it comes back even bigger
1: yeah and so they're and i did this too early on in my business they're looking at their expenses that they've incurred and they're looking at how much money they're making right now. And they don't understand Mm -hmm. that if they spend this money, it will create more cash flow so that they can pay this new expense. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, That's a weird weird concept because you don't do that outside of business. Like you don't do that at home, (laughs) you know, like your, like your whole life Mm -hmm. before you started your plumbing business. And I'm, and this is for any home service business that needs To advertise to get work you're Mm -hmm. going to come across this same conundrum so you're going to have to get rid of these limiting beliefs of
0: you know those three things can you outline those again really quick for me so the first one was what what was it so the first one oh dude the first one was crap Get, go with the second the one. We we'll get, we'll get back to it. the worst. Back to it. Memory podcasters ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, no, we're good. It's it's, guys, it's all trust gonna go. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all it's all in the in the in the practical. You know, like the first
1: one was the trust in the marketing. Like you have to yeah, trust okay. that the marketing is actually going to create work, which is going to create more money in your bank, right? So you have to trust yep. that process. Um. And then, which you should find a marketing company that you trust, obviously, right? Yeah. Talk to people you know, ask around who's a good sure. marketing company, talk to other business owners that are in your niche, find mm-hmm. one that's a good, that's highly recommended, and then go with that one. Mm-hmm. That's, what mm-hmm. I would, that's what I would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second one was the idea of not hoarding your money, yep. but seeing money come in and then being okay spending that money. Right. Mm -hmm. So like I talked to a guy the other day. He had 30 or 40 grand in the bank. And he still Mm -hmm. hadn't hired a marketing company. Hmm. And he and so I said, Hey, dude, you need to go like hire a legit marketing company to make sure that like all your bases are covered, your website, your PPC, all that stuff. Just go hire them, pay them their retainer. And he goes, Well, how much does that typically cost? And I'm like, anywhere from three to five thousand a month for the retainer. And then you're gonna need to spend some money on. Ads as well, and he's like, I can't afford that. And I was like, Well, how, how? What's your cash position? How much cash does the business have? And it's just him right now. He goes, mm-hmm. I got like, I think he like had like thirty-eight thousand dollars. And I was like, Dude, you got plenty of money. They're That's like, right. That's plenty of money. Like, you're gonna spend, mm-hmm. you know, maybe ten or fifteen of that, and then you're gonna mm-hmm. see all of that come back because the the right. marketing is gonna create more opportunity, which creates more right. money. Right. Um, So, yeah, definitely don't be afraid to hire a marketing company. And then once you get Mm -hmm. that cash in, don't be afraid to spend it on more Mm -hmm. marketing, right? Mm Because even if you have a marketing company um, and you trust your marketing company, like the first downfall of most people, like you trust the marketing is going to work, you trust the process, then it starts working. You get the cash in, you're always going to be reinvesting more money into more marketing, As you grow your business, it's not like a one-time deal where you're like, okay, I'm paying five grand a month for my marketing. I'm done.
0: We're good. That's it. All I ever need to do. You're going to hire two
1: more guys and you're like, crap, I got to do more marketing. You're going to go to your marketing company and go, dude, can we spend more money in any of these areas that we're already doing? Mm -hmm. If we can't, can we market some other way?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And you're just going to put more money into marketing consistently Mm -hmm. as you grow. Um, what was the third one? Third one was the, the idea of cash flow. Right. So, and I don't really know how to explain cash flow super, super well. But it's this, you know, you're creating cash flow. And that's really what you want to focus on. You don't want to focus on money in the bank. You want to focus on cash flow when you're growing. So it's like, right. how much how much cash can I bring in? versus how much cash can i bring out it's it's a weird concept to get used to when you're starting out because you again mm-hmm. you've never done it your whole life mm-hmm. and you'll see bigger money numbers than you've ever seen in your whole life like right you'll see, right you'll see 100 grand come in and 90 grand go out or right 200 grand come in and 180 grand go out right or You know, you'll start seeing five hundred grand come in, but then see four hundred grand go out. Right. Right. Bigger numbers than what you're used to, Um, and it can kind of mess with your psyche. But uh, (laughs) it it really (laughs) does. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, I guess the best way to explain it is like the idea of cash flow, especially when you're doing a plumbing business, is you're billing out jobs daily. Okay, so you're getting cash in daily. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, And it builds up your bank a little bit, and then you spend some. Right. But you can drop those funds further than you think because you have cash coming in, okay? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, people be worried. I know there was times where I was worried about making payroll, right? Or mm-hmm. I'd I'd have 10 grand in the bank, and I had four guys running. And I was like, you know, it'd be Monday, and I'd be like, I don't have enough pay- money for payroll on Friday. Mm-hmm but what i didn't realize is that i'm going to make money monday, tuesday, wednesday, thursday, friday and that money's right. like all the money from monday through thursday is going to be in my bank by the end of by friday morning right and then i'm going to make payroll it's weird you'll make payroll and then your bank account'll just go back down to say you started the week with 10 you make payroll mm-hmm. and your bank account goes down to 12 or 13 right, right? And so Monday, you're sitting there freaking out. How am I going to make payroll? I don't have enough money to make payroll. Mm
0: -hmm. And then at
1: the end of the week, you have more money than what you started with and you made payroll. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. cash flow. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: And what you want to see is a positive cash flow. So you want to see your bank account growing every time you sort of reset or every time you have a big cash out moment when you come back. If everything's yep. working properly, you don't have any weird stuff happen, like you didn't have to do this unexpected thing, right? Yep. Like you should be coming back to that Monday a little bit more profitable yeah. than you were the last day. And that means you have a positive cash flow, which yep. is what you want. Yep. And, that's, and that positive cash flow is what you use to go invest
1: in other areas of your business. So right, sure. you would take that extra three grand that you made I'm going to go put it in marketing or I'm going to go buy this drain machine or I'm going to go put a down payment on another truck, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you grow your
0: business off of. Is that right there? Do you ever experience like this fear like what if the work just stops? Like let's say you're you're in this cash flow situation, you're going and everything and then you're thinking about I'm going to take my, you know, profit or whatever my Mm -hmm. profit from my cash flow i'm going to reinvest it into something do you ever Mm -hmm. have this fear in the back of your head like what if the work just stops and i'm screwed
1: yeah yeah especially when you're just starting out but i mean that's like i would argue that's one more reason you should always be investing in marketing sure that's what keeps the work going um Mm -hmm. and i think if you were to if you were to think like okay what if this stops i'm i'm screwed if it does that's going to kill you while you're trying to grow your business. Right. Sure. Because when you're small to put enough money away, like to build cash reserves that are large enough to float you is really hard because you're just not making that much cash. Right. Right. So if you can hurry up and grow this thing to where you're making a bunch of cash, it's going to be way easier to put cash reserves away. Right. Sure. Sure. So for, you know, a business that is making a million dollars a year, to go put 500,000 away in cash reserves only takes them six months
0: Mm -hmm.
1: versus a company that is, you know, making a 200,000 a year. Um, and they might need to put away a hundred thousand or they're going to need to put away more than that realistically. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. just the economy of scale, they're going to need to put Mm away 200,000, right. It's going to take them a Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to take way longer and it's going to be more risky for those guys because they don't Mm -hmm. have this level of, you know, as you grow, you get this economy of scale so you can be more Mm -hmm. profitable, which means you can make more cash faster, more Mm -hmm. percentage, Mm -hmm. get a higher percentage of return Mm -hmm. and you have less risk as well because because of your economy of scale, like everybody in your company doesn't have to perform as well as when you were like Mm -hmm. a two or three man truck operation, Mm -hmm. right? So that's like the most risky spot to be. So if you can hurry up and get yourself out of there, spend all the money you make back in your business to grow it to a point where you get the economy of scale, you have you know less risk, you're pulling in more mm-hmm. profits. You can then you can go put money away for a rainy day. Then if the mm-hmm. work does stop, you know, you've got a few months to figure it out.
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. sure.
1: Another thing to think about Joel is for the work to just completely stop. Sure. Is probably something crazy's got to happen. Yeah. Like I've seen it slow down, but I've never seen it completely stop.
0: Right? Yeah. That would be some sort of weird catastrophe or a blunder it'd, or just something yeah. it'd be it'd be an act of God, right? Yep. And so yeah.
1: Like in that, like I've seen it slow down, but because of our economy of scale now at my plumbing business, the slow times we still make money. Yeah. Even when, even when it's slow. And whereas before, when we were smaller, when we didn't have that economy Hmm. of scale, Mm -hmm. we were actually losing money when it was slow. We didn't Mm -hmm. make any money until it was busy again.
0: Hmm how much do you talk about that? Like within your coaching? Cause that seems like a really like you like coaching guys and be like, you need to get through this. Cause once yeah. you get to this point, that fear that you have of like, I'm losing money cause it's slower. When you fear the slow times, yep. you begin to not fear the slow times. Yeah. yeah. You won't make as much money, but you're still making money. And that's like, as a business owner, I'm sure that's just like a really nice place to be.
1: It's a, it's way better place to be than <laughs> back when you're losing money. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like year before yeah. last 20, 20- Twenty one. I think there was like three or four months where we lost thirty or forty grand, just mm-hmm. because we didn't have that economy of scale developed yet. Right. And so right. those months were slow. But then this year, those same months, just as slow, but we're cash positive. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. because we have
0: more economy of scale. Hmm. So how did you how did you trust in marketing? Like how did you get over that, or did you have to get over that? Um, you know, I've seen, I have seen marketing
1: work. So like when I first started my plumbing business, let's see, back in 2016, I started for the first time. Like I just did Mm -hmm. some guerrilla marketing, like just Mm -hmm. getting my name out there on Facebook. Um, and it worked. And then my brother Mm -hmm. has always been in marketing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I I know the stories of it working for companies. And then I just looked at like the businesses around town in my area that have been around the longest. And they're the ones that have consistently marketed. Mm-hmm. And you can tell like, like there's a a spa place in Fairbanks that has, seems like they do really, really well. And I've seen their ads for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I know they've been consistently marketing. And then my brother does their marketing. I'm like, how come these guys, like, why are these guys still in business and these guys over here aren't? My brother would be like, well, they quit marketing six months ago. And mm-hmm. so they lost a bunch of work. These guys have mm-hmm. marketed no matter what. They have consistently spent 10 15% of their budget on marketing. And they've dominated the market because of it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was, it was probably an easier trust for me than it mm-hmm. was for some of these other guys. Um, but if they're listening to this, just it works. Marketing works. That's why it's there. Like just getting your logo and your name in front
0: of people works. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you grew up in a very like pro marketing household. Like you grew it's up true. in a just around people who knew it. And like I can imagine that a lot of people don't. And what they're going to hear from a marketer is exactly what you just told them, which is yeah. it just trusted it works. And it's sort of yeah. this like believe the stories. But I think it's it's like a very rational argument because if everybody markets everything, like yeah. all the products that you have in your house are marketed one way or another. That's how you bought them. Yep. You didn't buy that thing because you didn't hear like you bought the thing because you heard about it, and yeah. somebody told you about it. Even if it was your friends telling you, "These are great knives. I love Cutco knives. They're awesome." I'm like, oh yep. great, that's marketing right there. And so yep. that same principle applies to your business. So like if you buy something because somebody tells you that it's a good product and you buy it and then you say why well, don't I don't want to do marketing because I'm afraid it won't work I don't trust it but you already right. trust it through your actions so it's the same thing right. yeah it's it just it's on a bigger same. scale it's so literally it's one of those boils, things that you just get into
1: yeah it literally boils down to the most basic thing of if people know who you are like and like they know your name they know how to get a hold of you and they know what you do this is <laughs> yeah. Prospector Plumbing. Yeah. They're plumbers, yeah. right? I'm yep. them on Google. I call them, right? The more people that know that just we exist and that we do plumbing, the more people that are going to hire us. It's mm-hmm. really what it boils down to. And so mm-hmm. marketing is literally just telling people you exist and this is the service you offer to them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. And it yep. works very, very well.
0: Yeah, because there there's a zero percent chance that they will call you if they don't know you. Yeah, yeah, you got nothing to lose. But I mean,
1: if you don't market, I was gonna say you got nothing to lose if you try marketing. Um, but like, if you don't market, you've got everything to lose. Like the yeah. only the only marketing you're gonna have is word of mouth at that point. Yeah, and yeah. some people will say word of mouth is all we need. It's all we need. But I can tell you right now, right. my last boss said that, and. He didn't make any money. Mm. And then I start my company and I do a ton of marketing. And guess what? We make money. And we grew <laughs> to like four times the size of my last boss. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's a bunch of crap. Yeah. Another thing, you know, and that's another thing to keep in mind is that marketing costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And so you need to take that money that you spend on marketing and go put it in your cost of doing business and charge Mm -hmm. the customer for that marketing and be Mm -hmm. willing to spend a lot of money on marketing. Mm -hmm. Like if you're spending 10 grand a month and it's not keeping you busy enough, right? Go Hmm. spend 20 grand a month. Sure. Yeah. Early on, I was spending like, I I went and pulled the numbers the other day. I was spending like 20, I think it was 24,000 when I had three guys going, Mm 24,000 a month. Um, which is not a small amount of marketing, No, but I think now, in our area in Fairbanks, we spend we're like top five spend in Fairbanks mm-hmm. in the whole city. We spend more mm-hmm. than all but a few other companies in town. Mm-hmm. So you're talking like the big universities, the huge mm-hmm. native <laughs> corporations, like yeah. we're up there spending as much as those guys. Wow. I think we outspend the University of Alaska.
0: Well. We'd and they probably you might make more money than them. Just saying, <laughs> we, we
1: might. <laughs> Who knows, dude? I don't, know. I don't know. They might be hurting these days. They might be hurting, <laughs> especially after everybody saw my reel about not going to college.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, you're their downfall. You're gonna have yeah. to. You're gonna have to like donate or something to make yourself Let's, feel better. I'm gonna start my own university. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> In Fairbanks, a competitive university, <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, Prospector yeah. Prospector University, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Teach people yeah. good skills. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it's not. I mean, you built trust because you saw it worked, and then you just did it, and then you got the immediate feedback that it does work. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, okay,
1: I understood. I do more of this to get more work. Yeah. And if I need, what about? And more work will lead to more money. Right.
0: So I've heard this objection before, but I don't like big tech. Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) good luck. (laughs) But I mean, like, yeah, good luck. But like, what do you, but like, what about those people out there who, like, you know, there is just this belief that, like, oh, these companies are bad and they're evil. And I don't want to give them my money. So I would agree with you, they are bad. Uh, well, I don't know if they're evil inherently, um,
1: but I can see their point of view. Like, I would agree with them. Big mm-hmm. tech, you know, the Facebooks, the Googles, um, tracking your information, all that kind of stuff is... is. I can see it can be really bad, right? It could be very evil. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily want to support that. And I especially don't want to support, like, my kids addicted to their iPad or their phone on social media. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like if you want to have a business that's where we're at we're in the day and age where advertising is done on your phone because that's Mm -hmm. what's in front of most people's faces so Mm -hmm. if you want to tell people who you are and what you do the best place to find them is on their phone Mm -hmm. because they always have it in front of their face most people Mm do like you go Mm -hmm. sit on a bus everybody's got their phones out yeah yeah everybody there may be one person that doesn't 20 people mm-hmm. on the bus, 19 of them got their phones out. So mm-hmm. I w I would say to them, like if, if that's you, then don't be in business. Sure. Cause you're not going to be or, able to run a very good business
0: or, or maybe pay. just be content with being really small and word of mouth. And like, understand that you're going to be less profitable and you're going to be a lot smaller and you're never going to get to this point where you might want to be right. But cause like I, I've known, I've talked to guys where they've only word of mouth yeah, and they're running a shop and they got a couple guys, but they're only word of mouth. Now yeah. they're like legacy companies, right? So they're like right. multi-generational and so they can sort of do that. But if they ever want to scale to a point that is beyond that, it's going to be very, very difficult, impossible even to yeah. do that. Extremely. So it's just the reality. So it's just the reality. If you don't want to, you know, support big tech or whatever, then you're just going to have to make a sacrifice on it. Yeah,
1: he will. And that's like one thing to think about though, is like those guys that are running two or three man shops. Even if they're charging enough, if they're only able to keep two or three guys busy off of word of mouth, then they don't really have a very good business. Right? right? They likely have just have a job. Right? And they're probably not making enough money to like retire at the end of the day. Most of them, there's probably these outliers that do right. Mm -hmm. But most of them just have a really crappy job. And so they would literally be better off going and getting a real job Hmm. where they could get a retirement, get off on time, not have all these extra responsibilities and then not have to worry about big tech.
0: Yeah. I kind of think of it like, in my mind, like what's more important, me not supporting these companies or me trying to provide a better future for my family and the people that I work with or the people that work for me. And so it's like, to me, it's like, I just go, which one of these do I value more? And which one of these can I go after? And so then I say, yeah, it'd be great if big tech didn't know everything about me and all this kind of stuff. But at the same time, my goals require me using them. And I never, I never feel like, I never feel bad about it. I don't feel like Mm -hmm. a moral pain to do so. Like it doesn't bother me because at the same time, and we've talked about this, that like more often than not in a Western culture, something that we are interfacing in is probably not aligned with us morally. And I mean, that could be like a crappy excuse like, well, you can't win at all. So just do whatever you want. But like, it's a really hard belief to be consistent. And so I know that there are tons of people who do really, really good things through advertising using Google using Facebook. Right. And to me it's not like oh it's evil. It's like no it's a tool. Yeah. And yes I can use this tool for evil. I ter- I certainly can't and it is used for evil. Yep. But I can also use it and do a lot of good with it. So it's just yep. a tool in my mind. Yes. I agree. It's like
1: blaming spoons for Rosie O'Donnell being fat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you just make that up? I've never heard that before. You like that one? <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. That's, yeah. It's, or like guns, should be right? A t-shirt. It's a, it's a, yeah.
1: It's like the same thing with guns, right? A gun is yeah, a tool. Sure. It can be used for good. It can be used for bad. Is it the gun's fault? Yeah. No. So, like big tech, same thing. Is it mm-hmm. big tech's fault? So, some of it, maybe it's a little more gray mm-hmm. area there, but right. at the end of the day, yeah. it's a tool that if you have a plumbing company, in this day and age, you've got to use it to your advantage. If yeah. you want to grow a self-sustaining, good plumbing business where you can pay your guys well, where it's less risky, mm-hmm. and where you make money. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, that's a good trade-off. I'll use the mm-hmm. tool all day long.
0: Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate this conversation. That was uh, yeah, that was helpful. You bet. And I hope that everybody, everybody listening will think about marketing and try to get over these little limiting beliefs hopefully just go hit here's okay well i'm gonna
1: leave you with this if i was to do it all over again i would make it this simple i would start my business i'd get a name i'd get a logo i'd then i would get my minimum viable product my van my tools just so i can go mm-hmm. do the work and a way to answer mm-hmm. the phone then i would go get a credit card and i would put my marketing for the next three months on my credit card hmm there because I'm 100% positive that if I did the marketing, I would make it back within three months.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: That's how I would do
0: it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. See you, Holmes. Thanks, Jared. See ya.